In today's episode, we're going to discuss how your uniqueness is your true value to the world. This episode is for you if you've spent time trying to make a difference by becoming someone that you're not. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life? yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. This is Tom Herman, and I hope you're having a great week. Today, I want to talk about what makes you unique and how that is actually your true value to the world. Because the problem that I'm seeing is that there are people like yourself who want to make a difference in the world. You want to leave an amazing legacy, but you don't really have the confidence that you know how to do that, or you don't feel confident that um, maybe you can attain the success that you see people either on social media or just in general. You see high successful people. You see all these books, you see these blogs, you see YouTube videos, and you see people selling you methods on how to be successful. And the problem is that so many people are caught up trying to be someone that they're not, trying to succeed by someone else's method, that they actually lose their uniqueness. They lose the value that they have to offer the world. Because following the crowd will cause you to miss your uniqueness. In Proverbs 18, Chapter 18, verse 16 says, A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. I'm going to read that again. Proverbs 18, 16 says, A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. So your uniqueness is your gift. And when you use it, it ushers you into the presence of the great. And when so many people are caught up and trying to duplicate success or follow a certain method, and they lose their uniqueness, they become part of the crowd, they become just another version of average. And there's this frustration that comes with that. Because when you're trying to be someone that you're not, you just feel fake, you feel unconfident, you're full of doubt, you're double minded. And then on top of that, there are these feelings of jealousy towards others who seem to be having success with that model. And there's this thought, if you're anything like me, this thought of like, why isn't it working for me? And for me, at least I'll speak about myself. Deep inside, I knew that it's like, I could never be that type of person. I could never, I could never see things the way this person sees things, or I don't have those skill sets. And yes, they, they can be attained and skill sets are different than maybe your uniqueness. But there's this, there's this trend that I see, especially in this age where there's so much visibility around social media and kind of people's highlights reels that everyone wants to make a difference, but nobody wants to be different. There's, there's this fear of being too polarizing. And if you, if your message is too polarizing, then people may not like you. And so there's this people who do want to make a difference. It's like, they're afraid to be too polarizing because they don't want to rub people the wrong way. And it, it leads to this, this messy middle it just produces another form of average. 
And here's the thing that if you don't change, then you'll never fully walk in your God given assignment and you'll never fully excel in the way that you were designed because God created you with a uniqueness, with a gift. And if you're not sharing that with the world, then you're not going to fully walk in that assignment that he has for you. So if you want to make a difference for God's kingdom and leave a legacy that changes the world around you, which I know you do, because you wouldn't be listening to the show if you didn't, because this is for people who want to live a life that is attractively different. The point of this show is to help people overcome fear and confusion to live rich, purposeful lives that are attractively different. And if you're attractively different, then you're not average. You're different. It's You're okay. You're comfortable with being different. And so I know that if you're listening to this show, you do want to make a difference for God's kingdom and, and leave a legacy that changes the world of those around you. And so I want to share a story from Genesis. Um, if you're familiar with the Bible, you're going to probably be familiar with this character and probably the story, but the story of Joseph. And we're talking about his unique skill set that allowed him to be promoted into one of the most powerful positions in Egypt. And that was his ability to interpret dreams. And when we were first introduced to Joseph around Genesis chapter 37, you see Joseph having dreams and he's sharing with his brother, his brothers and his family that, that basically he says, I had a, a dream in which I saw the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowing down to me. So Joseph told this to his father and Obviously, there's some type of interpretation. I don't know if if Joseph interpreted it for them or if they just knew, but they said, what kind of dream is that? Do you think that your mother and your brothers and I are going to bow down to you? So from very early on, Joseph had this skill about dream interpretation or there's he was in the middle of this dream interpretation. So to cut the story short a little bit or to abbreviate it, his brothers become jealous of him. They sell him into um, slavery and he ends up in Egypt where he's faithful and serves in Potiphar's house and he gets falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. He gets put into prison and he's excelling in prison and becoming like the like second in command to like the prison guard. And in Genesis 40, there are these two former employees of Pharaoh the cupbearer and the baker, and they get thrown into prison. And Joseph is tending to them. And one morning Joseph came to them and he saw that they were troubled. This is verse six, if you want to follow along. And he asked Pharaoh's officers, why are your faces downcast today? And they said, we have had dreams and there's no one to interpret them. And Joseph said, do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. So Joseph, once again, is caught up with a dream interpretation. And so the cupbearer goes on to talk about his dream where there was a vine and there were three branches. And as soon as the branches budded, that um, grapes were ripe or clusters were ripened into grapes and Pharaoh's cup was in his hand. And um, basically this story about something that was applied to his job, right? These grapes were growing on the vines. And Joseph made the interpretation for him. He said, this is the interpretation. The three branches are three days 
And in three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. You shall place Pharaoh's cup in his hand as formerly, and you, when you are his cupbearer, only remember me when it is well with you, and please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh, and so get me out of this house. So he interprets the cupbearer's dream and says, in three days, you'll be restored to your position. So then the next person, the baker, saw that this interpretation was favorable, and he shares his dream where he had three baskets on his head, and the uppermost basket was had all sorts of baked goods, and birds of the air were eating out of the basket. And so Joseph then comes with an interpretation for this dream and says, in three bas- the three baskets are three days, and in three days Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a tree. So this is a bad interpretation for the the baker, but it's an interpretation nonetheless. And Joseph is saying, remember me when you go back to meet with Pharaoh. That's what he says to the cupbearer. Well, the next chapter, chapter 41, this is where, you know, Pharaoh's famous dream comes where he, uh, and Pharaoh shares this dream with Joseph. And he says, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile when out of the river came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows came up, scrawny and very ugly and lean, and I'd never seen such ugly cows. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven cows that came first, but even after them, no one could tell me what had been done, so they looked up just as ugly before. Then he woke up. So seven cows came out of the river, and then they were eaten by seven ugly cows, and Joseph interprets the dream for Pharaoh, saying that there are going to be seven years of plenty that are going to be followed by seven years of famine. And here's the thing, in Genesis chapter 41, verse 33, Joseph has interpreted the dream, and then he says, Now let Pharaoh look for discerning and wise men and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land and take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up for grain under authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. The food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine. To the problem at hand, Joseph had one. And so think about what is possible for you. If you're walking in your your uniqueness and wanting to make a difference and you're using your natural skill sets, you're using the vision and you're using the eyes that God has given you to see things from your unique perspective. What problems do you see? What solutions do you have for those problems? And that's where you're going to find your value for the kingdom, solving those problems. Not trying to be someone that you're not, trying to replicate some measure of success because you're unconfident in who you are or unconfident in that skill set. Think about Joseph's story. He interpreted dreams or had a dream and it created jealousy in his brothers. Yet he was faithful to what God, where God had him. He continued to yield his heart to God. And he ends up going to Potiphar and was faithful in Potiphar's house. And yet he ends up getting thrown in a prison by being falsely accused. Yet accused. Yet he's continuing to yield his heart to God. He's yielding, being in position, doing the right things, becoming influential, 
because everything he put his hand to, he prospered. So Potiphar, the jail warden, all these people put him in authority and it put him in a position to interpret the dreams of the cupbearer and the baker. And yet when the cupbearer went back to his role, he, he didn't remember Joseph right away. It took Pharaoh having a dream. So think about this. Joseph is continuing to yield himself to God, yield his heart to his assignment, and then he gets positioned at the right time, the right moment, and gets promoted to the second man in Egypt. The only person above him was Pharaoh himself, but Pharaoh gave him his signet ring. He basically had the power of Pharaoh to execute this plan. And so that's something that's unique to you. Your assignment, God is going to position you in the right time for you to solve a problem in such a way that'll make a difference for his kingdom and bring influence to you and your family. So hopefully you found this information valuable. Please rate the show, subscribe, and or leave a review. The ratings and review help make the show better as well as get more exposure to help more people. And remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment serve his people, and be blessed. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic, so I went ahead and created a life purpose roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF, Life Purpose Roadmap, at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also, for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.